Praise the Lord. Welcome to the broadcast today. I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson. This is Cross Time with Pastor Curtis, and we're glad to be with you this fine but cold Friday morning. Let me remind us that this is the weekend that the Rosensterns will be here with us, and uh, we will be starting the services tonight at 7 p.m., and we're looking forward to that. And uh, it might be a cold night, but folks are coming from every direction to be a part of the services this weekend. And I just believe the Lord's going to minister to us the word that we need to hear this weekend that will help us along this wonderful journey that he set before us to travel with him. And uh, we're excited about our new beginning little sessions on Friday mornings for the next two or three, four weeks, whatever, about the hiding place, the hiding place that we have in Christ through faith in what he did in the cross, in the sacrifice that he provided for us. For it truly is the hiding place. And as we begin to look at that specific topic, we'll, we'll begin to see that it was hidden and still is hidden from the world and everything God has to offer. Really, uh, as far as salvation is concerned, is hidden from the world. But it's, but it's offered to all who will believe, and he opens the eyes of those who choose to believe upon Jesus Christ, and they enter in to that hiding place. And, and we'll see some, uh, some very, uh, I believe, profound and helpful uh, facts and truths as we study this uh, all-important topic. And one of the things I want to say before we get too far along in this, uh, in case it slips my mind, and is this, that the hiding place is not so much about us not being able to be attacked by the enemy. or not, The hiding place is not about us not having bad things happen to us. The most, I guess, phenomenal thing that I'm seeing uh, about the hiding place, I believe as far as God is concerned, is when we're functioning and experiencing our place in the hiding place, which we've been placed in Christ Jesus. Let me say that again. When we're functioning in the experience of the hiding place, our response to everything will be different than it is if we're not experiencing the hiding place. And that simply means if our faith truly is in Christ and what he did at the cross for us and then we're experiencing the hiding place that means we respond different when we have the protection of being hidden in Christ Jesus and and uh, we're going to get into that today here in just a few moments uh, sister angels here with us today I'd like to invite her on over she can join in and and uh, in just a moment she's gonna uh, take the uh, keyboard over and and do some damage on it, and we're going to worship the Lord just for a few moments today, but uh, we're just excited to have her again here at the new year, and and uh, while she can join us, we, I'm going to take advantage of that and have her with us and enjoy just the gift that the Lord has given her. And uh, I believe this morning, I do believe that times such as these, when we have guests on our program. They're not just because we didn't have anything else to do. It's because the Lord has something special for us. He's offering something special to us today. And uh, you can go ahead, I guess, and, and, and take over the keyboard. And, and, and you can say, I'll just go ahead and, and let you say hi to the people if you want to right now. 
and, uh, and, and then we'll worship the Lord. And while we worship the Lord, I want you just to believe God today for whatever you might think might be the hardest thing, the most impossible thing, or that breakthrough that you need. I want you just to believe God for that today. And, and, and there, there's healing, there's deliverance, there's restoration in the precious blood of the Lamb. So just ask Him for it today as angel plays and worships the Lord. Worship with us this morning.
Hallelujah. Aren't you glad he loves you today? Aren't you glad he never will stop loving you? He loves you. He's always loved you. He's always had you on his mind. And the Bible says he's ever mindful of his covenant and he's ever mindful of his people because he's bought and paid for all of us with his precious blood. And I'm excited about that. Thank you for coming. Thank you for playing for us this morning. We'll let you play again after a few moments. We look forward to it. And uh, glad for the holidays and glad that Sister Angel's home with us. And and, and uh, I know she'll get busy here pretty soon at the first, at this new year and everything. So we just take advantage of what we can get out of her while we can. And uh, again, this morning, we're going to be looking at the topic of being hidden in Christ. It's really hidden in the cross because it's, it's Jesus wasn't hidden uh, when he walked on this earth. He was there to be seen. And the Bible says that the grace that brings salvation unto all men, has, has the, the grace that brings salvation has appeared to all men. But not all men are recognizing what it really is. And the hiding place is not just Jesus. It's Jesus and what he did to become our Jesus, our Savior. And it's talking about the cross. And so this morning we'll start in Colossians chapter 3. And we'll read just a few verses and we'll see uh, a little bit of, of a breakthrough uh, intro into this uh, all-important topic of being hidden in Christ. Uh, verse 1 in Colossians 3, If you then be risen with Christ, and Christians have been risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits on the right hand of God. And that simply means because you are saved, you have been justified, you have been crucified with Christ, buried with him, and raised to newness of life with him, that you are to seek those things which are above. Above, what's that mean? That means where he is, all things come from him, and he is at the right hand of the Father, the Bible says. Verse 2, set your affection on things above. And that means that word affection means your mind. Set your mind on things above, not the things of this world. There's always, the world is full every day of things and attacking our mind to cause our minds to be full of everything but those things which can only come from above, from Christ our Savior. And he, and he says here, not on things on earth. How, how, how can we read this and see the simplicity of what it says uh, and, and still go out and do the opposite. Uh, how, how can we see the Bible saying, set your mind, your affections on things above, and then go, not on things on the earth, and then go right out and just let our minds be filled with everything but those things which come from above? Uh, well, that was a powerful question. How does that happen? Because we, 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 we're flesh, and the flesh is always contrary to what the Lord is doing by His Spirit. But watch verse 3. Because you're dead. This is the reason we're to set our minds, our affections on things above and not on the things of this earth is because we're dead to the things on this earth. We're, we're dead to this world. Paul said it in Galatians 6.14 that uh, God forbid that we boast in anything other than the cross of Jesus Christ by which we're crucified to the world. That means made dead to it and the world made dead to us. Separate. That's what the word dead means. Separated from. 
But that don't mean our minds are not going to be all tangled up in it. But it does mean we have a choice now. Lost people don't have a choice. Christians have a choice. And, and the Bible here says you're dead. And because you're dead, your life is now hidden with Christ in God. But that's at the right hand of the Father where Christ is. Now, there, there are two different aspects of the word dead. The Lord can call you dead and encourage you by that, or the Lord can say you're dead and you be in big trouble. Because here he says the positive dead. You're dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. In Revelation chapter 3, he tells the church in Sardis, you have a name that you're alive, but you're really dead. And it's because he was telling them the negative side of being dead. They were again dead like the world is dead. Not lost their salvation, but they're dead again because their faith is not in what allows them to experience the hiding place, the fruit-bearing place. Their faith was no longer in the sacrifice of Christ, so that makes them dead in a non-fruit-bearing way. So there's a good dead and there's a bad dead. Paul said he was alive once without the law, but when the commandment came, sin revived, and he died. That's a negative aspect of death, Romans 7, 9. But the positive side of, of, of dead is what we want to talk about today. There's always that other. If we move our faith from anything other than the cross of Christ, we become dead to the fruit-bearing banner because the branch cannot receive life from the vine unless it's receiving life from the vine through faith in what made the vine the vine. And that's us, Romans 6, being planted together by faith in the likeness of our Savior's death. That's what we're being made conformable to. And uh, so the Bible here says you're dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. So this place of security is all wrapped up. Now, I'm not talking about what's a fact and a done deal and a truth of a position. I'm talking about the fact, the truth of the experience of the position here in our condition. That's what we're all about as children of God. We have a set place. We're already there, seated with Christ in heavenly places, and we need to know that. Uh, that scripture in Ephesians 2 and 6 says, that he has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We're there now. I'm there now. But guess what? I'm also here. I'm there and I'm here. I'm there. How am I there? At the right hand of the Father. It's not a, it's not a trick question, but how am I there at the right hand of the Father? What is, what, how am I there right now? You know how? Because Jesus is there representing me. That's how I'm there. Just as he represented me at the cross <coughs> so that my faith in him, <coughs> God could see me also being crucified with him. And sometimes we have a hard time understanding the, 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 the representative aspect. But we need, it, it gets real easy when we go back to the Garden of Eden and see why we're born into this life as sinners is because we were in Adam when he sinned. And when we move our faith from everything else to Jesus Christ, the Son of God, 
as the last Adam and what he did at Calvary. Now we've accepted his representation of us dying for our sin at Calvary. And there's where we entered into him, Romans 6, 3. And the only way that I'm in heavenly places in Christ at the right hand of the Father right now is through representation. I'm here. Christ is there representing me. See how easy that is? I mean, you say, so, so am I here or am I there? I'm both because I'm in him. He represents me there. But here, guess what? I get to represent him by the power of his Holy Spirit. So, and you just jump in anytime. I know you've got a thousand things to say. And, uh, but this place of hiding, I'm talking about, I, I, I'm one of those guys that I've got to, the Lord stirs my heart not to just talk about what, what is a positional, fixed, uh, soon coming one day experience. He, he desires that his people experience the benefits now of the new covenant that's only in the blood of Jesus. The, he wants us to experience what it's like to be hidden. We know that from the scriptures here. He wants us to experience what it is to be hidden with Christ in God. That's what the Bible says. We are hidden because we're died with him. We're dead to the world. But the experience of being hidden with Christ in God is based on our fight of faith each and every day. If that's what we fight to keep our faith in. Because as I said earlier, each day of your life, you don't even have to leave the house. Just you getting up alone out of your bed all these things come rushing, knocking on the, 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 the door of your mind, wanting in. And it's up to us to keep our minds stayed on the Lord and his provision uh, of Calvary, his provision of that blood that, again, not just secures a place one day in heaven, but provides now a place of security in the hiding place. And it, it, we, we're dead to the world. The world's dead to us. It should not attract us, and, and we should not be attractive to it except for those who are looking for a Savior, and then we should be very attractive to them because of the truth that has saved us. It's the only truth that saves. But let's talk for a moment about how this is experienced. It is not experienced because I say, Lord, hide me today. It's not experienced because I want to be hidden today. It's experienced through faith in one and one thing only, and that is my faith in the sacrifice of Christ. For me to experience the hidden place today, I must again reckon myself to be, not have been, but to be dead unto sin. This is Romans 6.11. Listen to what it says. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be. That's not yesterday and that's not tomorrow. To be is now. Consider yourself, reckon yourself to be indeed, dead indeed to the sin nature, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. The worst mistake a Christian can make is to think that when they got born again, that's it for the cross in their lives, and that is where most of Christians exist. Even a lot of those that are so disappointing to us now that have moved on away from the cross or gone back into the vomit God brought them out of, uh, we, we need to understand that 
Today is a day that we have to reckon ourselves to be dead indeed. That means dead truly to the sin nature. So why? So that we can experience not just what we call resurrection power, that is the truth, but resurrection power is experienced with the witness of God from the hiding place. What do you think the cross happened at the cross? What actually happened there was hidden from everybody. The Bible says that. If the princes of this world, the rulers of this world, would have known what they were doing, they wouldn't even have crucified the Lord of glory. But they didn't know. It was hidden. Even those that loved Jesus didn't really have a clue as to what was going on there until he was raised from the dead and reminded them of all he'd already taught them about how he had to suffer and die and be raised the third day. So uh, we're in a hiding place. I'm hidden. I'm not hidden from you being ugly to me. You're not hidden from me attacking you. But here's, as we said earlier, here is the main focus of God about the hiding place for me and you. It is that he keeps us from uh, the enemy just having his complete way in our lives, even when we do stupid things. But I believe the all-important reality and purpose of the hiding place for us in this life is to express Christ. That means our response to when we're attacked, our response to a diagnosis from a doctor that we don't like, our response to the loss of a loved one, our response to uh, a, a divorce, our, our response, if we're not just in the hiding place in a factual truth, but the experience of that factual and truth that we are hidden with Christ in God. The experience of that allows us to respond to the diagnosis we didn't like and has broken our hearts. It allows us to respond when she or he says, I no longer want to be around you anymore. It, it, it allows us to respond different when people say, I'm, I'm not believing that mess you're teaching. And we need to, I, it allows us to respond different. We respond different from the hiding place. Do you have anything you'd like to jump out there and blast us with this morning? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Okay, get ready because here it comes. But the, I believe that's, I, isn't, that the, isn't that the reality of our Christian life? God is looking, if he's looking for fruit, that means he's looking for our response to every situation. For what else? Where does fruit come from? It comes from the way we respond to his calling upon our lives, how we function in that. It, it, fruit comes from the way we respond to bad things that happen to us, the way we respond to a government that's collapsing and doing the, 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 the utmost of stupid things that we sit back and look at and just cannot believe it, but how we respond to these things. Responding to anything is also the place we're either bearing proper fruit or we're bearing rotten fruit. That's, that's not the fruit of the hiding place. And when our faith is, not was, when our faith is in today, the cross of Christ, when we are continually looking unto Jesus, the author of this faith we've obtained, who endured the cross for the joy, which is our strength that was set before him, then you and I can run this race and respond properly uh, to all the, 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 the stumbling blocks the devil throws out 
on this racetrack we're on, the billboards that he puts up that, of bad news and people saying ugly and doing ugly things or just the things that rise up within our own hearts that nobody else is involved in. You don't need a devil and you don't need other people to have problems. You got problems all by yourself. And, and the Lord's going to prove that during the thousand-year reign when he's got the devil gone for a thousand years and people still don't want to serve Christ. You, it don't take a devil to be bad. We know that from, the, for, from just who we are. Our makeup in our fallen state is bad. And left alone without the truth of the cross, we have no way of experiencing the reality of who we really are as Christians. You are with Christ, hidden with him in God. You are seated in him at the right hand of God. You have been given all spiritual blessings, but the experience of that in the here and now is what he's looking for. And it's what we should desire more than anything is to have the fruit of this one we claim to be our Savior. And th this is going to be the first aspect of our endeavor to move into this teaching is the security that we have in the cross. The security we have. Because self is our big issue. And self can't help self. It took Jesus Christ coming and within himself taking on our sinful selves upon his sinless self to put our selfish and sinless, I mean sinless, sinfulness away at Calvary. I, self can't deal with self. And, 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 and you know, the reality is, if I'm not trusting in the cross, I'm not talking about saying it with my lips, from my heart, trusting that I am dead to everything and alive unto God through Christ. If, if my faith is not there, then I'm only playing around with a, a false and very uh, make-believe, only make-believe prideful humility. It's a prideful something I'm calling humility because humility is the place that keeps us hidden in God. When I humble myself under the mighty hand of God and I just believe that I'm hidden. Somebody comes up today and just says, you know what, now this is an example because this could never be true, but if somebody come up and said, you know what, you're just the ugliest thing I've ever seen. You know what, that, that could very well hurt my feelings if somebody said something to me like that. You know, if I, especially if you could tell they were, they were serious. You, you're pretty ugly. You, you're about the ugliest thing I've ever seen. And if if I if I don't know how to respond, I'm not talking about knowing that I should respond properly. If I don't know how to respond to that properly, then I, that's going to do something to me that shouldn't take place. It's going to hurt my feelings that I shouldn't be living by. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make me start thinking things. It's going to probably make me run in there and look in the mirror. Uh, wow, what are they seeing? I thought I was good to go. You know what I mean? It's going to move me. And see, in the hiding place, we're unmovable. In the hiding place alone, are we unmovable? And I know right now, this is where people jump in and say, well, nobody's perfect, and we all make mistakes, and we're not going to be like Jesus till we get to heaven. And I understand those are factual statements. But they also, if that's all we have going for us is those factual statements and we don't understand that today 
when anything comes my way, I have to be ready at all times like a good soldier with somebody throwing a dart or an arrow or, or a spear at me to raise that shield of faith to block it by how? Not by buying one and putting it on my arm, but by there it is, the attack. It's there, reckoning myself to be dead indeed unto the sin nature that never knows how to respond to anything properly. Let me say that again. The sin nature never knows how and cannot respond to anything properly. Only the new inner man can respond properly by the Spirit of God. I can't respond to anything. You're, if you do something ugly to me, unless my faith is in the sacrifice, I may say, that's okay, honey. I know you don't mean it, but I'll go out of here and badmouth you under my breath. And see, that ain't victory. That's just me putting on a hypocritical show and, and say, it's okay, honey. It's all right. I, I know you know what I know you didn't mean it or blah 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 all this stuff and then I'll go out of here and I'm like <laughs> all day long I'll go and just talk to myself and, and let those thoughts of the work the way the world thinks fill my mind instead of me setting my mind on things above where my Jesus is and where only his wisdom comes from above and where only the proper response to every situation comes from above where Jesus, the resurrected Savior, sits and has the power and the right to sit there with that name above all names he has because of the cross and the cross alone. God shielded Jesus and everything he would offer humanity in that death. Do you know last night before I went to bed I, most times I can't hardly go to sleep because the Lord's showing me good stuff filling my heart and this is so powerful and, and all this was really hidden from, from men until Christ opened the door within the death of himself to let us come in and have eyes to see. When the Lord gave Moses the law on the mount you can read this in the Old Testament. The Bible says the Lord dwells in thick darkness. That's what it says more than once in the Old Testament. The Lord dwells in thick darkness. When, when the Lord gave Moses the law on the mountain, it got dark. So dark the people got scared. And that's when the Lord gave Moses the law. Well, guess what happened when Jesus fulfilled the law in his death on the cross? What happened? It got dark. God was showing that he's still the God who, who dwells in thick darkness. And, and when he gave the law, it got dark. And when he sent his son and his son fulfilled the law, it got dark. And his fulfilling the law, the sinless one, laying his sinless life down for us sinful people, the rocks were ripped in half and it got dark because not only had God brought his darkness upon the earth when he gave the law, but he, he filled the place of the earth, at least there, with darkness when his son fulfilled the law. Hallelujah. God is not darkness, and there is no darkness within him, but he brings darkness on the scene, I believe, to show us that there's only one avenue through the darkness to find him who is the light, and that's through faith in his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And in that place, I believe that darkness came on the scene on the day that Jesus gave his life because he had fulfilled the law and God was reminding us even of things of old when he gave the law that it's, it's darkness. What does darkness do? 
it hides something. Darkness hides something, but Jesus broke through that darkness and became the light of the world. And I'm thankful for that today, that Jesus is our light, and we walk with him in the light. And that's an amazing thing to me, and, and we're hidden in that. We're, we're not darkness because we're in Christ, and there is no darkness within him. But still, the world hears about Christ, and unless they're looking for a Savior, it's all darkness to them. It's all, it's all just unknown. It's hidden from them. Just like when you enter into Christ, you're hidden from the world. But again, the world still sees you. But the word hidden there means that now you have the protective, merciful hands of God around you. And anything that happens to you, he's allowing it to happen so you can bring forth the fruit of your faith in his son. And what he did at Calvary that was hidden. It was hidden. It, it, it wasn't hidden from believers, but it was hidden from unbelievers. What he did, he did openly before all the world. And it's, been, and it's being heard about throughout the world. But the security that we have in Christ Jesus, meaning only through faith in his cross, for that's the hiding place, brings us the opportunity to respond properly to every situation. So, here we go. <laughs> it's been a good intro. So, you're dead and your life is hidden with Christ. The place of hiding is with Christ. And the Bible says we were crucified with Christ. We have to walk in this life, Colossians 2, 6, just like we received Christ, the Bible tells us, which is through faith in his death. That's what's hidden from the world. They don't see that. It's hidden. They don't understand that. And let me say something about these ministers today who've heard it and heard it and heard it, and we just want to try to be nice and polite and talk about, well, they don't understand it. Let me tell you something. Most of them don't want to understand it. And, and, and nobody that doesn't preach it understands it because when they understand it, they'll start preaching it. But it's more than they don't understand it. They've rejected it because they, they don't want to see it. They see something else. They're going after something else through some other avenue. The cross is the only door God has opened for all of humanity to come in and to have the benefits of his son who is the mediator of the new covenant that's only found in his blood alone. And it is the hiding place, the place of protection. And God wants us to experience that. And I want to have the fruit of being hidden in my Savior. And, and, and let me just say this before we turn Sister Angel loose on the keyboard again. I don't have this experience because I declare it to be so or because I want it to be so, or because I know I need it to be so, I have this place of security in experience. I have to throw that in because all Christians actually have this place of security and benefits from the death of Christ. If their faith remains in that, in that alone, which offers them these things in experience, God wants his people to experience all that the Bible proclaims he has for us. All that he proclaims he has for us, he desires we walk in it. That's what walking in truth is about. I mean, holiness 
is a walk. It's not some it's not some finalized. It is in our position, but it's we've not arrived, the Bible says. Holiness is a walk. And again today, we have to walk as we have received the Lord Jesus Christ, which is through faith in his death, that place that's still hidden from the world. So let us not forget as we move on into our daily lives that to experience this hiding place, you must. It, 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 it doesn't work for some and others not. You are required to reckon yourself to be dead indeed to sin. I'm talking about the sin nature and alive unto God through your Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You got anything you want to add before you go play for us? You kind of quiet this morning, still trying to wake up. That's all right. We're going to get woke up here in a minute. God's been good to us this morning. Let's worship the Lord a little more this morning and just believe the Lord for what? Let's believe the Lord for what we know the cross of Christ provides for us. The benefits of the precious blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Worship with us this morning.
hallelujah to the Lamb. That's what we have to say every day, all day. Praise God for the Lamb. Thank you so much, Sister Angel, for being with us today and sharing that wonderful music and song with us as we behold the Lamb more and more clear every day and become more and more thankful and, and more experiential of the things Jesus died for us to be able to have. Don't forget to tune in with us every Friday morning at 9 a.m. Central Time here on Cross Time with Pastor Curtis as we continually share the Word of God in its true context, which is righteousness, the righteousness the Lamb of God afforded us through Calvary's cross. The power of God remains to be the preaching of Christ and Him crucified. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Join us on Monday and Thursday mornings at 8.30 a.m. Central Time as we're presently in the book of Hebrews chapter 9. Don't forget tonight at 7 o'clock, the Rosensterns will start their weekend here with us at Crossway Church in Queen City, Texas. 7 p.m. is the time again. Make sure you watch online. If you can't be here, you can watch on the Pastor Curtis Facebook page the Curtis Hutchinson 316 YouTube channel. And most of all, whatever you need from the Lord, receive it right now in Jesus' name. Ask Him for it and believe you have it. That's what the Bible teaches. Jesus died for you to be able to have the benefits of Calvary. He knows what's best for you. Ask Him for whatever that is today that you have need of and look for it to take place. For he is, as Sister Angel said, most generous, most holy, and most faithful. And he does take care of his people. And we praise God for that. I love you. God bless you. I'll see you next time. But until then, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and him crucified. We'll see you then. God bless you.